Aaron, I have something that you might want to add to your calendar for early November. Oh? The Sound Unseen Music and Film Festival is returning to the Twin Cities this year, and they just announced their lineup this week. So one of the movies I'm really excited about is their centerpiece film this year called Finding Her Beat, which is about women taiko drummers from the Twin Cities and Japan. I love taiko drummers, and I love the Twin Cities, so I'm pretty excited about this one. You can find more information about that movie and other films on the Sound Unseen website. Whether queuing up for popcorn or working through the streaming queue, Samantha Matsumoto and Aaron Woldeselassie have some suggestions and opinions for you. They're the Cube Critics. This week I ended up watching Amsterdam, which just came out in theaters. I hear it has just a few stars in it. Oh, yeah, just a few. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, Remy Malek, Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Rock, Taylor Swift, as well as many other superstars. Amsterdam tells the story of three friends who witness a murder and embark on a journey to find the culprit in 1930s New York. I personally have complicated feelings about David L. Russell, who directed this movie. On one hand, I really like a lot of his movies. But on the other hand, he is a director who has some pretty serious abuse allegations against him. You know, Sam, I, I totally agree. And I think people who come into watching this film should definitely know and consider their feelings about the director, David O. Russell, before they go into this. But for me personally, I'm, I'm going to be very frank when I say that this is just a bad movie. It starts as a mystery, then becomes a conspiracy, followed by a true story at the very end. The movie tries to make up for poor storytelling with jokes and cutaways, but those don't make up for the constant flashbacks, the annoying voiceover, and the reckless abandon of this all-star cast. The only redeeming quality in this plotting, overly rewritten film is watching Taylor Swift get hit by a car. And I'm not being mean when I say that. I'm pretty sure it's done for laughs. I'm going to tell you that this mystery is something you should pass on. Aaron, this week I watched a kind of spooky movie, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, which is streaming on Netflix. It's based on a Stephen King short story about a lonely teenage boy and an older billionaire in a small town in Maine who form this really close friendship based on their love of books and their first ever smartphones. This movie is a period piece. It's set in the early and mid-2000s. And, you know, I think it functions as an okay period piece about the early days of smartphones and the ways that technology have changed us. This movie is less scary than you might think when you first think of Stephen King. Think of this more as kind of like a stand-by-me rather than an it-type movie. It's slightly spooky and very, very melancholy. It's a slow burn more than it is a, like, fright-fest scary movie. It's a little sparse, a little poorly paced at times. You can tell that this was based on a short story's worth of ideas as opposed to a novel's worth of ideas. Overall, I think there are some interesting thoughts here about the scary side of technology and loneliness, but I think the concept is more interesting than the actual execution of this movie. Mr. Harrigan's Phone is streaming on Netflix. I think it's okay, but I would personally skip it. There are better movies you could be watching this weekend. 